Somebody shout hallelujah, beloved. Praise the Lord. You are welcome to the episode 7 of the series of Biblical Furnaces. In episode 6, we talked about the visible and the invisible church. The visible church is corpus permistor, which means the church is a mixed body. The visible church is also a house for both tears and weeds. The exponential growth of the tears, however, is suffocating the good news. That is, is suffocating the gospel. In episode 6, we also talked about the invisible church. The invisible church is Corpus Christi, which means the body of Christ, which is held together by faith in the teachings of Jesus. The moral message of episode 6 is that those in the faith, the true believers in the invisible church, should wake up so that the evil works perpetrated in the visible church do not poison the gospel permanently. In this episode 7, we turn to the Nizan Creed which states that the church of Jesus Christ is holy. Remember, we recall that there are four creeds. That which include the fact that the church is one, the church is holy, the church is Catholic, meaning it is universal and it is apostolic. So we are focusing on the second creed in this episode. The second creed says the church is holy. Beloved, the church is holy indeed, and I shall explain. But first let us read the Bible passages for this episode. Our first test is taken from 1 Peter 2. 1 Peter 2, verse 9 to 10. 1 Peter 2, verse 9 to 10. And I read from verse 9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you show forth the praises of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Verse 10. Which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. The second test is from is from 1 Corinthians 1 2. 1 Corinthians 1 2. And the verse is to the church of God, which is at Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, meaning made holy in Christ Jesus, called to be saints with all who in every place call on the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both ears and hearts. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing. Of his word in our lives, that mighty name of Jesus. Beloved, our key verse for this episode is what I've just read, First Corinthians, First Corinthians, First Corinthians, chapter one, verse two. That is our key, our key verse. The record of the visible church does not, I have to quickly state it, invalidate the fact that the church of God is holy. As amplified by the key verse of this episode, it does not invalidate it. Indeed, the visible church has tolerated gross sins and indiscipline. It has allowed many carnal Christians to thrive, even in the position of leadership. Carnal Christians are those who receive Jesus as Savior without buying to Him as Lord. When we consider the going on in the visible church, one 
may ask, is the church holy? Is the church really holy? And my humble response to this question is that yes, the church is holy indeed. Perhaps to be moderate, the invisible church as explained in episode 6 of Biblical Phoresis, the previous episode, is holy. The invisible church is not defined by institutional or organizational boundaries or terms. It is defined, rather it is defined by the Lordship of Jesus Christ and the purity of the faith in him, not faith in a person, not faith in a prophet, faith in an apostle, a pastor, a teacher, or an evangelist. No, it is faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Beloved, we cannot let the negative works of certain professing Christians make us to question the holiness or purity of the Church of Jesus Christ. No, we must not allow it. As we mentioned in episode 6, we noted that not every member of the visible church is actually a true believer in Christ. In fact, I'm going to read Matthew 7, 21-23. Matthew 7, 21-23. That says as much, starting with verse 21. And this is Jesus speaking. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven, meaning those that does the will of God are the ones that will enter heaven. Not everyone that uses their mouth to say, Jesus, Jesus, or tell that's called Jesus. Verse 22. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And many all over the world are doing that today. Verse 23. And then, this is Jesus Christ's response. I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. What? What? What a statement that I believe others that are practicing lawlessness should listen to. So let's look at regeneration then. Beloved, please know that we are not saying born again Christians cannot sing. No, that's not what we are saying in this episode. And I think the Bible did not especially say that as well. What we are saying is that true believers in the invincible church will always find their path back to Christ. They will always return to Christ if they do err. Even if they fall into error or mistake, they will find their way back to repentance, genuine repentance. Their experience can bring many others to Christ as they do so. In particular, when we look at Mark chapter 14, Mark chapter 14, looking at the story of Peter, Mark chapter 14 helps us to understand how this is possible with the life of Peter, who denied Jesus Christ as prophesied and wept when it happened. Jesus talked about it, and when he was doing it, he, I, I believe he never recalled, and when he realized it, after the third time, he wept. But he find his way back to God. The mistake of Peter did not stain the purity and holiness of the church. The minor major slip of a true believer, therefore, will not nullify the sanctity or sanctification that we enjoy as a holy church of Jesus Christ. In simple language, beloved, a true brother or sister who sins 
maybe commit adultery, maybe major sin. Or a man who will just lie to someone. We find their way back to Christ. Beloved, someone that do that as a big genuine repentance, just as Peter did. In effect, a repentant life we set a true Christian apart in this sinful world. It will mark you apart in this sinful world. Beloved, this reference to setting apart is grounded in what the church stands for, which is essentially the assembly of the called out. The called out are the sanctified. The called out are the same. Those that are pure faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Not Their faith is not adorate, uh, uh, adorated. It is not diluted at all. Beloved, let us close this biblical promises on the church is holy. The church is holy is grounded in the fact that true believers have been called out from the world and given the tax of service to God. According to 1 Peter 2.9, that was the first text we read. We read 1 Peter 2.9-10. to But now, according to 1 Peter 2.9, we are, every one of us, you and I, that accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and practice righteousness and upstanding with the Lord. Are uncommon people. We are uncommon people. We are people of the invisible church. We are a holy nation proclaiming the praises of Jesus Christ who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. We don't proclaim the holiness of a being, of a man, or a woman, or a prophet, or whatever title the fellow calls himself or herself. We proclaim we proclaim the praises of Jesus Christ who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. In effect, the regular and unending failures of carnal Christians in the physical church do not invalidate this calling outlined in 1 Peter 2.9. It doesn't at all. In Jesus Christ, the church of God is set apart as holy. And it is seen by God as holy. Why do you have that confidence? Because God cannot be your iniquity. So the church that is currently invisible to the entire world, the church that God is looking after, answering their prayers, guiding them, protecting them, you and I, is holy. Beloved, let us pray. Father, thank you for this episode of PP. By your mercy and power, by your grace almighty God, Make your church holy in word and deed in the mighty name of Jesus. As you have said, you want your bride to be blameless and stainless. But I make your church holy. Make everyone of us work holy, in particular, in this evil world, in this perilous time, in this end. In Jesus' most precious name, we are praying. Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, please like us on our various media platforms and also join us at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Restoration House online or 
on site in Bloomfordy, South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platform on Facebook as well as YouTube. Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus.